Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Ed Vitagliano. Welcome back, everybody. Ed Vitagliano sitting in for Tim Wildman this segment. He is doing another interview, and so I'll be sitting in for him. Joined in studio by Fred Jackson and uh, Dr. Ray Pritchard is in Kansas City. And now we welcome Steve Jordahl. Hey. Uh, Good, good morning to you, Good morning, Steve. everybody. Uh, Ray, before we get uh, going with uh, Steve's stories, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, Keep Believing Ministries. We mentioned it in the first hour with your uh, Bible reading, and uh, but tell our listeners about the ministry and what people can find at your website. Well, if they come to keepbelieving.com, we've got the, the sermons, the articles, the Bible studies, travel calendar, and all of that. And these days, Ed, this Bible reading project, I, I told my wife last night, this has become all consuming for me <laughs> with, without the slightest, no exaggeration. I go to bed at night thinking about the Bible reading for the next day and any recordings I'm going to make. And during the breaks of this program, that's what I'm thinking about. It's just, let me say it to you this way, Ed. It's one of those projects, it's so big that if I had really thought about how big it was, I probably <laughs> never, never, would have would have, never would have gotten into it, but here we are. Well, and, the fact uh, that you're, uh, you you self-describe yourself as being consumed with it kind of goes in line with the fact that you really feel like God is leading you to do it. So that's no kind question. of what happens when God leads you to do something. Uh, six months ago, even Four months ago, this wasn't on my mind, but God put it on my heart right after Thanksgiving, and I couldn't get it out of my mind. You know how that goes, Ed. Sometimes yeah. God puts something on your on your heart, and you sort of wrestle with it. And for a while, I was afraid even to tell my wife about it because I just knew this was going to be big or a big deal. Yeah. But finally, we got started, and now we've got the hundreds and thousands of people are either listening in the morning at 7 a.m., but you know we archive all the videos, yeah. so people can listen anytime they want. Now, now we've got audio podcasts of it, so it's turned into quite it's, it's, it's turned into quite a spiritual journey for me. So anyway, come to keepbelieving dot com every day, reading through the Bible out loud. You can follow along with us. And and how much does all this cost, uh, Ray? That you got at your website? How much does it <laughs> cost to access it? It's all free. All free. It is. It's everything. Everything we've got there is all free. And right. when you hear me working with some of these, when, when you hear me working with some of these strange names in the Old yeah. Testament, you understand why we don't charge anything yeah. for this. <laughs> well, good on you, Ray. That's, this sounds exciting. I just found out about it this morning. I'm going to check that out. So, and Ray, uh, when you get to the last book in the Old Testament, let let uh, Ed know that you're at Malachi. Mala- Malachi. No, no, Malachi. 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 All right, Steve. All right, hey, Save I, us I, with I just, something serious. I, well, some some football news first. Okay. Uh, Ray, uh, they've come out with the injury report on Mahomes. Uh, they now say because of the high ankle sprain that they are going to, have to amputate his foot, and he's a maybe for the Super Bowl. Yeah, just a maybe. Just a right? maybe. Just, yeah. a, just maybe. a maybe. And I want to say, I know there's a lot of controversy about the game Sunday night. I was completely pleased with the officiating. I thought, <laughs> I'm sure I thought the, you were. The refs have never done a better job than they did. I had no dog in that fight. I had reasons <laughs> to root for either team. I really did. Uh, 
I, I'd like to see Mahomes win a uh, Super Bowl, but I wanted to see the uh, Bengals get back and, and right, win right. one. They've never the Bengals have never won one. They've been to the Super Bowl before, uh, but I got to say, in my own opinion, if I was a Bengals fan during that fourth quarter, I'd have been upset too. But I can see why you were happy with oh, the officiating. I saw no issues whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> hey, All right, um, good. So I uh, this one more little tidbit here. I generally don't watch the Pro Bowl, right, but this year boring. the Pro Bowl is in Las Vegas. They're going to be playing flag football. The Manning brothers are going to be doing. It. It's going to be a little more fun. Yeah. But I'm going to tune in. <laughs> Ray, I bet you didn't know this. They have named Derek Carr to the Pro Bowl. The uh, really we played in Las the Raiders Vegas. quarterback. Well, no, the ex Raiders quarterback. Oh, I, I didn't know they traded him. Well, they have I don't care yet. about the Raiders. They benched him, and he left the team. Okay. <laughs> but, but, he made the pro, but he's going to show back up. In, but he made the Pro Bowl. But he made the Pro Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that'll be worth watching. I think so. I think it will be. All right. How about some uh, more, little more serious news? President Biden has uh, is, says that he will end the COVID emergency on May 11th. Why it's going to end in months instead of weeks, I'm not sure. Maybe gives them a chance to back out of this if they want right. to. But we're hearing that uh, on May 11th that they are going to um, uh, end the COVID emergency. So, uh, what would that mean? Well, all of the mandates uh, would end. Um, the the all anything that they is in place, laws in place, like they're using for the the student loan forgiveness. Yeah, that would be done. Okay, so can I get your shot sheet, Brent? I'm I, I'm sitting in a place with that one. Thank you. So I wanted to let you guys hear. Um, we've got the the vaccine. We keep getting uh, more and more information about this vaccine, and more and more people who are saying maybe we need to rethink this. I want you to hear. This is an MIT professor. His name is Retsif Levi. He's an expert in healthcare data. Knows what he's talking about. And I want you to hear what he has to say about the vaccines. Cut 13. I'm filming this video to share my strong conviction that at this point in time, all COVID mRNA vaccination program should stop immediately. They should stop because they completely failed to fulfill any of their advertised promise regarding efficacy. And more importantly, they should stop because of the mounting and indisputable evidence that they cause unprecedented level of harm, including the death of young people and children. That's it. He wants this expert. We need to stop the vaccines immediately. Well, uh, Fred, we've been saying for, well, for years now that our, our suspicions have been, I, I, I'll just speak for myself. My suspicions have been that over the next however many months or years, people, I'll say this about a lot of scientists, not all scientists walk in lockstep with what the CDC says or others say, this is what you've got to believe. There are a lot of people out there who who are in the scientific and medical community who want to know the truth about things. That's why they got into that field in the first place. I think they are going to be doing research. And my suspicion is that we are going to find out that a lot of what the CDC said was wrong. And 
potentially harmful. That's my suspicion. With this, with this guy, I, I, I saw this yesterday while I was waiting to catch a flight. This is pretty stunning stuff what this guy is saying. Well, um, this administration will probably go down in history as an administration that took America to a place where it has not been before. And that an administration deciding what information the population should have and what information it shouldn't. And we now know with the cooperation of people who worked for Twitter, worked for Facebook, that they had conversations with the Biden administration and they decided together, okay, we don't want the population knowing these stories. Right. We don't want the population knowing the stories of the negative effects of some of these vaccines on some people. Right. We don't want the population to know there may be alternative ways of treating there may be other drugs. Uh, we've talked about it on this program. In fact, uh, there were uh, uh, Facebook, other social media, that if you mentioned those drugs on the air, Ivermectin, yep, you, got, you got canceled right. by the social media. This has never happened before right. in the history of this nation. And I think, but the American people are pretty smart. And there is data showing this right now in that, you know, the CDC is, is asking people, you need to get your update, right. need booster. to get your booster, and it ain't working. I think it's less than 20% of the American population. I saw a stat that was like 13%, Yes, really low. They're saying, you know what, uh, COVID is now, I can get it, and I might pass it along to someone else. I've been vaccinated, I've had two boosters, and I'm still getting COVID. Right. And so they're just saying, listen, I- I'm done with this. I'm going to treat it like the flu. Uh, we have s- said to people, you know, if you go to your doctor and you have a discussion with your doctor and you want to get a booster, go ahead and get a booster. Yeah. But we do know that there are certain groups of people. Uh, we have seen cases over and over again of young men, in particular very healthy young men, who have developed heart problems. Right. Uh, now, again, the mainstream media has tried to quash those stories, you know, conspiracy theories. That's what they refer to it as. But the American people are seeing it for themselves. That information is getting out there. So what this uh, MIT individual had to say does not shock me. Right. We have to remember Pfizer and, uh, and the other pharmacy that developed uh, these original vaccines were exempted from any liability. Right. That was the contract that was signed with the federal government. However, uh, the CDC better be very careful. If they keep recommending these drugs and we keep get, getting more information, you know, if, if little five-year-olds are being forced to get vaccinations uh, in order to attend schools, I, I think there are going to be lawsuits eventually on this. As I say, the American people... They'll, they'll accept, and in the early days of the pandemic, let's remember that, everybody was afraid. We got this information of the senior citizen's home in Seattle, I think it was, and they were worried about seniors, and they were worried about overcrowding at hospitals, and everybody wanted to cooperate. But we're two, three years down the road now. We have much more information. And so what this MIT expert is saying to us doesn't come as a shock anymore. Yeah. It, it comes as a result of now observing the science behind all of this. It's uh, Pfizer, Moderna, and uh, Johnson & Johnson Thank you. In, yeah. in this country. I, I, do, I have mentioned this on the air before. 
when I watched the Boston feed for hockey games, mm-hmm. uh, during uh, breaks in the action, they'll have the announcers make certain ads, and they consistently continue to say, get your Moderna uh, booster, yeah. get boosted. Yeah, And that's, of course, Boston's a very liberal place. Mm-hmm. It's, but- it's Moderna, not Pfizer? Pfizer is everywhere in the sports world and advertising. Oh. They are huge. I, you know, that's a good question. I'm not sure. I, I think it's Moderna, I, 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 but I, I would need to check. which. Well, the which reason version. I'm saying that is because you, uh, you saw what uh, Project Veritas came up with. Uh, Ray, you saw this, didn't you, what Project Veritas came up with uh, about the... Oh, sure. Yeah. One of their... High official. High official. He's a right. guy that's in charge of R&D for mRNA vaccines. Yeah. Says he was told, he's bragging to a person, an undercover reporter who he thought was a date. Um, but he uh, he said that they are engineering the COVID virus in order to be able to uh, supply vaccines ongoing. We're right. going to come out with a new strain of coronavirus, <laughs> and then we'll have a, magically, because we engineered it, we'll have a... Uh, uh, a, a vaccine for it. Twitter won't let that on. Twitter is censoring anything that you you say about that. Even Twitter under it, it, uh, Musk hasn't yeah. totally got his all the way in there. But. Ray, Ray, what do you think about all this? Well, with this, uh, with this gentleman, what's the gentleman's name again? Uh, have we posted this, uh, Brent? The Veritas guy? Uh, the, uh, no, the uh, MIT. The M- M- oh, MIT. Yeah, the MIT's is Professor Retsef. Levi, R-E-T-S-E-F, Levi, L-E-V-I. Okay. Look, the tide has turned. It's turned in, ter- in, in terms of the national mood. It's turned in countries around the world. People are sick of it. They're sick of the lockdowns, the shutdowns, the closed downs, what was done in the schools, what was done to our kids. People have had enough. And now what we've got are these extremely well-qualified experts who are daring to question the narrative. And I think the narrative itself has just fallen apart. I wonder, I wonder, after May the 11th, when the emergency is over, are the people who lost their jobs going to get their jobs back? No, probably not. Right. How many lives were destroyed? How many careers were ended? Because somebody would not go along with the pro-vaccine narrative being pushed by the government. And look, I want to say, I agree with, with, with the point, Fred, that you made. In the in the early months, everybody went along with it, right? In the right. sense of we didn't know, but there's no excuse for going along with this government-sponsored narrative now because we know so much. After all, what is a conspiracy theorist? Somebody who believes something's going to be proven true six months from now, right? So. Well, we we did. Everyone did go along with it, uh, Ray, because we trusted right. the CDC and the <laughs> medical community. And they're going to be big losers in this if it turns out – I want to explain that statement here in just a minute. If it turns out that that entire narrative was – I don't want to say a bunk, but was not what the bill of goods we were being sold. Now, for those of you who are out there listening right now and are saying, Ed, get your head in the game. It is. It's all fake. It's all this. It's all that. Fine. This is the way I approach areas where I am – in which I am not an expert. Okay, I don't when there are battling physicians and battling medical experts on a particular topic, the efficacy of the vaccine, does it harm, whatever. I'm not a doctor. 
And I'm not a medical professional. So I I do not go on the air, folks, and say and make make statements if I don't know the truth. And the fact of the matter is, in in my opinion, the full truth is not out yet. I let this play out. So uh, please understand I am not compromised. I'm not woke. Okay. I am trying to figure out as a person who does not have a medical background what the medical truth is. And I, in my opinion, I'm going to have to let that play out. That's why I appreciate Steve bringing this story because that helps me. I look, okay, this guy seems sound to me. I think what he's saying sounds right to me, but I'm going to let this play out. So please give me that space to uh, to do that and give your friends that space to do that because for a long time, none of us knew what was going on, and now it's becoming increasingly clear that included the medical and health uh, communities. So um, my suspicion is their credibility is going to be damaged when this all plays out. We will give you the space you need. You're dead to me. Um. <laughs> yeah. Listen, that's the way. That's the way a lot of people treat people right. who don't agree. Oh, you got a vaccine. Oh, you didn't get a vaccine. All, All right. right. So, uh, well, we keep hearing about what was going on at the World Economic Forum and how the elites have a new remake of the whole world in store for us. Yeah, I heard something uh, from Davos that was a little chilling. Uh, this morning, I, I was listening, I was watching the news, and this came up. Uh, I want you to hear from a lady named Nina Farahani. Farahani, I'm sorry, Farahani, F-A-R-A-H-A-N-Y, Nina Farahani. She's a Duke University uh, Law School professor, and she's um, talking about uh, the new technology that they're coming up with that will allow you or your boss to monitor your brainwaves. And what they can tell by those brainwaves. Listen to cut 14. I'm talking about wearable devices that are like Fitbits for your brain. The newest way to monitor attention is through a device like this one. These are ear pods that are launching later this year. These ear pods, much like the video you watched earlier, are ear pods that can pick up brainwave activity and tell whether or not a person is paying attention or their mind is wandering. Okay. Well, you might think, fine, but even if we can tell whether a person is paying attention or their mind is wandering, you can't tell what they're paying attention to. You would be wrong. It turns out that you can not only tell whether a person is paying attention or their mind is wandering, but you can discriminate between the kinds of things that they're paying attention to. Whether they're doing something like central tasks, like programming, peripheral tasks, like writing documentation, or unrelated tasks, like surfing social media or online browsing. When you combine brainwave activity together with other forms of software and surveillance technology, the power becomes quite precise. So what do we do with this? What do we do with technology that enables us to monitor brainwave activity for attention? It's monitoring brainwave activity. This is not you monitoring your own. This is your boss monitoring your brainwave uh, brainwaves to make sure that you are working well or if, maybe the government if this lady can read my mind <laughs> she's going to be real offended okay uh first of all i don't i don't believe it i mean i i understand there are devices out there fred and i'll come to you there are devices out there that can can kind of discriminate between a part of the brain 
you, you know, is being is being engaged. I I think this idea that the human brain is just a machine is going to be proven wrong, and I don't think anyone's going to get away with this kind of intrusiveness in the workplace. I, I just don't think now maybe in some really liberal places where they're usually all in for Big Brother, but I don't think that's going to fly in very many places in the U.S. It's interesting because I saw the video of what they were talking about. And uh, the employee has to put these little buds in their ears. And then a supervisor in a separate room can monitor the brain waves of the employees out in the big room. And uh, what they contend is, okay, if Jane is supposed to be doing some kind of work yeah. her that's the job that she's paid to do however if she sees george across the way he's a new employee and she's flirting with him right she, the supervisor sees a different group of brain waves right she knows what the brain waves uh, the brain waves are supposed to look like if 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 uh, jane is doing her job if jane is not doing her job or she's on social media doing other things there's different brain waves so they say they have the technology to do this. This is the argument in all of this. What is scary in my mind about this, and, and in some ways I'm not surprised, is the whole thinking more and more. We talk about COVID and control over people. Now, and these are liberals. These aren't right. conservatives. Right. These are liberals at Davos, Switzerland, saying, uh, we believe that you should have more control. They're secular progressives. They're not even old school liberals, but yeah. I take your point. Yes. And they believe they believe in control of individuals to the point where uh, they're saying, they're arguing, we know what you think. And, and they're, it's, it's like Pavlov's dog type thing. Because the video goes on to say, and the, the worker who puts does the right thing has the, bright, the right brainwaves we're going to give you a little bonus at the end of the day. Right. Uh, it's just it's just amazing. And in my mind, it's the kind of thing that when we talk about what's going to go on in the tribulation, where Antichrist is monitoring who's worshiping and who's not, Yeah. Uh, maybe it goes to that kind of technology. Well, Ray, I did do uh, a little bit of experiment in high school uh, with this uh -huh. very same kind of thing. I was flirting with a girl, and the part of the brain that registers disgust was activated. So, I, you know, I, I stopped that kind of thing. So, Ray, do you think most Americans would uh, – workers workers in a, uh, in a corporation would subject themselves to this kind of thing where you can't even, you can't even stop your work to think about, I think I'm going to have pizza for lunch, or you have a conversation with a, uh, another coworker about – about the uh, about the Kansas City Chiefs and Bengals game, you think most American workers would subject themselves to this or not? Well, the thing about putting the pods in your ears, no, that's not going to happen, Ed. But I, I wouldn't be surprised. The next generation, it's just going to be Big Brother is going to be able to monitor from some central central location what's really going on, including your brainwaves. We do live in amazing and somewhat frightening times yeah. in terms of nobody knows what the end of this technology will be, except Fred said it does have huge implications 
for those of us who believe in the book of Revelation. Well, I, I'm 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 going to opt for a bring a crowbar to work day <laughs> and start breaking some machines. That's, that's right. That's what I, that's where I'm at. But they I'm know you're you. coming. <laughs> yes, that's true. They've read my brainwaves. They know exactly what I'm thinking. They knew. They know. All right, folks. That's all the time we have uh, for today's issues. More great programming directly ahead on American Family Radio. Thanks for joining us, and Lord willing, we'll see you tomorrow.